and welcome to episode 8 of the Twisted Trio podcast. I am your host, Brennan, call me Nighthawk Weber, and today I'm here with... Richard, Camping Dragon Medina. And no Caesar today. Well, for right now. Later, but uh, he's, he's busy, he's doing other stuff. So, it's just us right now. He's currently in the void. In the void. He may come back, pull a little cassette in on us. Or he may be stuck there forever. Actually, we don't know anyone who's stuck there forever, do we? Stuck in the void forever? Yeah. I don't know, man. We haven't seen Jared in a while. I know. That man's got a lot on his plate right now. <laughs> Moving into a new house, and now he's renovating it, so... He probably won't yeah. be there for a couple weeks. <laughs> and then he's going to Rocky Point in, like... Either this weekend or next weekend. Probably next weekend. Yeah. Anyway, um, enough about those douchebags because they're not here. What's up, Dragon? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. What are we talking about today? Today is the LTS Week 3, I believe. Yes. That sounds pretty dope. (laughs) Sounds pretty sweet. Yeah. So this is a little later than we hoped for, but, you know... Are, are we late on this? Are we late? Uh, I mean, no, we're early. And if somebody listens to this podcast right now, I might even be able to, like, look into my crystal ball and tell you who wins day one of EU LCS. Uh, yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, let's get into it. Um... Well, well, let, let, let's give a fair disclaimer first. Um, all three of us were pretty busy this weekend, so matches yeah. was a little few and far between. So, so we we were trying to scrounge and find time to go back and watch them, and we reviewed them, and we were able to get some stuff, but not, nothing like watching it for that first time and being able to watch through the whole game. So. These are going to be a little choppy. This is going to probably be a pretty short LCS overview. I could be wrong. We might end up ranting. That's true. I mean, all we have to do <laughs> is say Kindred, and then I won't be able to speak for another, like, you know, 20 minutes or so. So. <laughs> oh, oh. And he doesn't say anything. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm really holding it in. Just holding back? Okay. <laughs> Speaking of holding back, uh, let's start in EU, huh? <laughs> so, so it started Thursday, June 15th, day one. You had Team Vitality versus the Mysterious Monkeys. Ooh. Ooh. Um, basically, uh, Vitality won 2-0 against uh, Mysterious Monkeys. Uh, Mysterious Monkeys do not look good at all, and Vitality is just a little bit better than them. So, uh, but Vitality's, I honestly think Vitality will end up being the worst team in Europe. <laughs> That's just me. Did you watch this match at all? Uh, no. Did you hear about no, the new no. Mysterious Monkeys lineup, though? Um, I heard that there are some interesting new additions that might make the team better. Uh huh. So, in the top lane for week four, they're going to start with. Um, I believe they're starting, I'm not sure, um, with Kickus in the top lane, and they brought Amazing in, in the jungle. 
So that's amazing. That is amazing. And if I remember right, this is, uh, nope, just kidding. I was going to say this is a, like ninjas in pajamas and mysterious monkeys are like, they kind of like the same to me because they were both, uh, sister they were teams. both added at the same time. Yeah. They're both sister teams. And I can I always forget which one, but it was ninjas in pajamas. Anyway, so now you have... So Mysterious Monkey still has a crappy lineup aside from Profit. Well... I mean... Just Okay. I don't... I, I can't I can't say it for sure. So I'm just <laughs> not going to say anything. I, I really don't know. Like, I'm, I'm so... I don't know. It's Europe. Um, but I'm pretty sure Mysterious Monkeys have Kickus and amazing now so uh profits a part of ninjas and pajamas i thought yes okay is, is he part of ninjas and pajamas? yeah that's what that's what threw me off i was like wait what that, wait then why would kick us come in if they have profit anyway anyway vitality wins 2-0 uh, against mysterious monkeys we have nothing to say the very next match though was crazy you have rocket versus fanatic so fanatic rocket. was looking looked like a top dog right and Rocket was like, yo. <laughs> Actually, no. Rocket did not look good in this game. Uh, game one, got stomped. Game two, got stomped. And then Fnatic just didn't close out the game. Like, it was like one of the worst throws I've ever seen. And it was like, <laughs> I believe when they when Fnatic lost, they still had a gold, a gold lead. By a couple thousand, at least. Like, they had a gold lead. They had a gold lead of like three thousand or something. I'm gonna check. Yeah. What? Which game was that? That was that was game, game two. Yeah, it was game two. And it's just, it, it just goes to show that like you know, you may be at the top, but you need to like, what defines like oh. a, a great team from a middle of the pack team is being able to finish out a game, right? So. Same time. You're right. It's just, it's one of those things where, like, uh, it's, like, it was Fnatic's, Fnatic's game to, lo- to lose, and they definitely lost Brandon. it. What? Brandon, are you recording right now? Yeah. Because, uh, apparently, I'm not recording your audio. Oh. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> no, I, I'm recording, I'm recording my audio and your audio. I got you, boo. Because you, you got what I need. Actually, I got what you need. A recording. Uh, apparently, apparently, I just had it turned down completely. So you're silly. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. yeah. Anyway. So the thing I uh, I want to take away from this the the these games is uh, <laughs> they let Kenan go through every single time, and they ban out the Shen, which I think actually works better because you can't ban out Reckless. So might as well just let him on his cannon, because it's not like a super strong pick, unless like Reckless has it. But he needs the team <laughs> around him. But like it, it's like one of those eighty carries that like you really need your team mm-hmm. around you. So I mean, uh, I don't, I just don't know. Um, yeah, Fnatic lost. Uh, was very disappointing, but you know. And so next week we'll see how they do how they match up because uh next week they're going to be doing uh out of their group 
how do you say it? Intergroup play and out of group play. So we'll see how they mm-hmm. do. I mean, they're, they're still at the top of their divisions. So, I mean, you can afford to lose one or two. Maybe. Because uh, top teams have already lost a couple already. And let's go into those. Did you want to say anything no, about Rocket versus Rakat versus Fnatic? I'm on both like EU and NA sides, no one is undefeated. There's yeah. some people who are completely defeated, but there's no one who is undefeated. I like that. Yeah, I do too. I kind of just, I don't know, the like there's like a buzzword right now and it's like uh par- parody, I think everyone's calling. Yeah, but like it's just so I, I wish Caesar was here cuz I really want to bring up I'm going to bring up something uh, when we talk about uh, when we're done talking about NA, so um, talk about EU. No, no. Uh, after NA, I'm gonna bring up like a generalization of splits. So okay. Um, so the next day is Friday, June 16th. Uh, this is day two. You have Misfits pulling out the win against G2. Um, I didn't watch all these games. I watched game two and game three. I think. Yeah, I watched game two, and I just, I don't know. So, like, G2 comes out swinging. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, because I watched game two. So, Misfits won game one, and then game two, I guess, uh, you know, G2 just comes out swinging and just starts, like, destroying these people. Like, oh, shit, like, this is G2. Like, I thought they were pulling, like, a TSM from last split. Like, you know, <laughs> uh, we lost the first one, but now we're going to destroy you. But then, uh, but then game three, they go back to what they picked in game one. And they put perks on uh, Galio mid, I believe. Give me two seconds. Do you believe? Yeah, Galio. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm really not sold on the Galio mid. Um, I understand why top teams are trying to play it but i don't know anyway um, um they ended up losing this game um i do like ignar's blitzcrank in this i feel like it's such a good pairing with uh zaya i do i really do like that um that combo so well played by them um and then i mean zven played his Callista, but if I remember right, he wasn't really doing too, too much. But you really need a team around you as Callista, so. Yeah. Um, I will st- say this on the Galio mid. I think Riot actually likes the idea of Galio mid a lot. Um, because just to give a teaser of the next patch, Galio is getting buffed to his AP ratios and he's getting his base damages lowered. I mean, uh, I guess, I just, <laughs> he doesn't do any damage for a mid lane, which is hard to, like, wrap your head around. Unless you build like, him damage. I mean, but nobody does. <laughs> but, like, I feel like he's going to become, like, the Lulu. Like, remember when mid Lulu was, like, huge? Huge. Huge. Yeah. Do you have anything to say about Misfits G2? Um, G2 lost. <laughs> yeah. They're not supposed to do that. No. 
in this so this was their second box <laughs> like th this is the crazy part like uh and it's a and, little and cringy it has to it has to be something about you know koreans go back to korea for vacation uh because we'll see it again when we go over to na uh, impact it just it just seems like i don't know they're just not top form right now and it's it's weird to see especially on like a jungler like trick like mm -hmm. uh, you know mvp two years in a row just like jesus like what is this guy doing it could be the patch but i don't think it's the patch i just i honestly think he hasn't really played and that's not true because he did really bad at uh, msi too so i don't know what's happening with them he didn't do great things in msi that's true um yeah g2 are now two and two so that's that's shocking misfits look pretty the next match yeah misfits oh you want to talk more about misfits no uh, i was just saying misfits uh, are, are look pretty good in this match but they've looked really bad in other matches so they're still pretty inconsistent so we'll see we'll have to just wait and see with them um so yeah so the next match another upset you have a splice versus unicorns of love where splice go ahead and two one this um um, I didn't actually watch this game or this series. Um, yeah, but... neither did I. But the, I hear that this match was actually like it was a really surprising upset and turnaround. Yeah, it was just um, from from my take on it, they they were just like I don't know how you would explain it, but they like weren't taking any of unicorns shit they're just like oh you want to fight us early no we were we have more like map play that we're gonna do this time and they didn't really like play unicorns of love game and that's the one way you beat unicorns of love i've seen to like it it's the only thing i can think of is because like every time they win in dominant fashion it's when teams like take the bait and they fight them but like mm -hmm. if you fight them and you lose like two or three members unicorns of love comes out ahead because they already have their their lanes pushing in the right place so um yeah so if you don't play a unicorns of love game and you make them play your own game unicorns are a lot worse off so i agree um i will say that match unicorns were ahead by a solid seven thousand gold um Yeah. decisive win it looks like yeah as far as like the overview and everything yeah so but like i said I, I didn't watch this game <clears throat> i did watch like highlights but i mean it's just it's weird it's weird seeing unicorns of love not play that well especially the week just before they go to play the other groups against like g2 and them so that's just gonna be weird um they showed people how to how to play against them spice really showed like this is this is how you beat unicorns so other teams will hopefully maybe take, other teams maybe, pay, take pick it out. maybe not yeah i don't know i do like uovel though i just like the fan base they have uh anyway the next game good old uh rock hat versus ninjas in pajamas where Rocket goes 2-0. Rocket won. That's what they did. They won. Uh, everyone was expecting this. No one was. No one was going like, "Oh, maybe Ninjas of Pajamas can pull it out over Rocket." Nope. 
sorry, Rockets the better team right now. They have more cohesion. They won. Yep. Moving um, on. Yep. So the next game is H2K versus Vitality. Again, absolutely nothing to talk about on this one. Uh, H2K wins 2-0, and they just show you what it. They just they're they're like that echelon of team of like if you can beat us, you're good. If you can't, then yeah, you're gonna be bottom tier. So, which is sad because I did really like H2K. Um, it just seems like I, I like the addition of Forbidden, but it just seems like without Ryu, they don't really have like a mid-game plan. So, I don't know. It It's weird, but it's EU for you. It's going to be really sad if Rift Rivals happen and Fnatic ends up just clearing the board of NA. Oh, I, I have some thoughts about that. But, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about Rift Rivals at the end. A little update with Rift Rivals. Uh, so while we're in EU, let's just go over um, next week. So just a heads up, everyone. Next week. We'll talk is, about that later. <laughs> this week. This week. <laughs> next week is this week. I know, right? Um, so, we are not recording this on the 22nd. This is this is being recorded on the 20th. This is, dude, what are you talking about? This is Friday of this uh, is, week two in, in ALCS, so we don't know anything. <laughs> we're just seeing into the future. Yeah. And we're going um, like, you know, I foresee. Yeah, so uh, Thursday's matches are going to be uh, Misfits versus Vitality and Fnatic versus H2K. Um, then Friday's matches are going to be Rockcat versus Splice. Then Unicorns of Love versus G2. That's going to be a good series to watch. So is the Fnatic versus H2K. Not really, but... Uh, <laughs> and then Saturday they have uh, Fnatic versus Mysterious Monkeys. I believe Kickus and Amazing are playing this game. I could be wrong. Um, it's all hyped up because they're playing their X-Team. So it uh, should be fun. And then Ninjas in Pajamas versus H2K. So should be a free win for H2K. Cool. Now Ideally, unless ninjas and pajamas are uh, they go crazy. I don't think so. Not against H2K. Crazy. crazy. Like just saying. Now let's come back to uh, the great American side of the pond. Where crazy happens. Some, what? Where some teams played some games. Yeah. And. Yep. 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 So let's get started here, huh? So Friday, uh, the 16th, was the very first game was Immortals vs. Team Liquid. Now these are your boys, so let's let's hear what you got. All right, so I, I made some really, really nice notes for, for game one of this matchup. Um, so I'm going to just kind of refer to them, and I'm going to just run you through. I, I did timestamps for each time something happened. I'm going to run you through everything. I want you to tell me if you like it or not when I finish. It's is just like for a, match one. Is this one. like a YouTube video? Huh? Is this like a YouTube insert? You know, yeah. like the the notes are like, oh, you want to go to this? You want to go to this? And the patient's <laughs> here. I guess, I guess maybe I made that. I don't know. But um, so the match starts off. Nothing happens early on until minute or uh, four minutes and thirty seconds. A uh, fight breaks out in bottom lane between um, Piglet on Kogma, Matt on Nami against Cody's sons Caitlyn and Ole's Morgana. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the match looks like it's gonna it's gonna end with a kill for Piglet on Caitlyn, but then right at the last second, Cody Sun pops his heel, and um, he turns around and gets the kill on Nami, and is able to back out of there. Him and Morgana, uh, him and Ole book it underneath the turret. Rain overcomes bottom. Double kill. He goes and he dives uh, Morgana underneath the turret, kills her. Cody Sun turns, drops a trap right underneath, uh, right underneath Rain over, gets one headshot on him, and walks out from underneath the turret, and the turret kills him. Double kill for Cody Sun. <laughs> Uh, and then the the next kills came a full three minutes later. Uh, Rain over walks over a ward in uh, or over a ward in bot side red buff, so on blue side, and Lee goes and throws his snare out with Morgana catches Rain over Olay shoot or does the uh, net over the wall and drops a trap right underneath the snared rain over headshot gets the cue gets a thunderlord's proc and kills him so there's three kills for Olay uh or for uh for Cody's son yeah the 11 minute 45 second mark um, Team Liquid finally gets on the board. Smithy comes to gank uh, mid lane. Rain over counter ganks and gets a kill. Or actually, he doesn't get a kill. He gets the stun on uh, Smithy. Smithy's on Gragas. Uh, Golden Glue on Syndra follows up with his ultimate. And then a QE. The uh, E lands for a second stun. Lorlo top lane with Shen teleports in and Golden Glue's able to finish him off with one last as he's retreating back to the turret with Pole Belter. But right when he got that kill, uh, Flame on Renekton teleported mid right behind them. So now they're being chased up to top lane. Uh, Golden Glue got out of there. He got safe. He, he didn't have to worry about anything. But safe. Elise... Yeah, well, he got safe. He got safe. But, <laughs> but uh, Rain over on... But he, he got out of there. He booked it. He, he evaded being dead. Okay? Um, anyway, Elise, or Rain over on Elise and uh, Orlo on Shen River and were chased the whole way by... Um, Flame on Renekton and Pole Belter on Oriana. Um, straight up river. Renekton went a roundabout way and then eventually made it to the blast cone behind Red and popped over the wall over by Krugs. Um, and he caught up to Elise and killed her. Now, right after he kills Rain over, uh, you have Matt. He tries to make a play on Cody Sun, who's by himself. He has Morgana went top to try to help them catch out Shen. He throws out the ultimate from the fog of war. Cody Sun sees it coming, dodges it, and essentially just continues to clear waves while uh, Matt and Piglet are standing outside of turret range looking stupid. 
Um, meanwhile, top lane, Olay lands a snare on Shen underneath the inhibitor tower. Uh, Flame jumps in, gets his damage off, and Pole Belter comes up, drops it, drops his Q, uses the E, comes away with the kill. So that that was just like the first eleven minutes of the match. Like, there's a lot of activity going on, and Immortals is just controlling it really well. Um, another four minutes goes by. Pole Belter gets a really cheeky, just really quick, like QE ultimate combo on uh, Golden Glue, who was hiding in a bush in the jungle. On it was a uh, red side blue blue jungle, and he just caught him in that bush that's behind the blue buff. Got that kill really quickly, and it was kind of sad because you have Xmithy right there with Pole Belter, and Xmithy tried to throw his ult at him, and before his ult even landed, Pole Belter had gotten the kill. So Xmithy just wasted it, but didn't even get any assist off it. It was great. Um, now we go for nineteen minutes. Uh, in mid. Uh, flame teleports in from the top side flank. So he teleports to the bush um, that's closer to red side near raptors. It's it's kind of like the entrance to the jungle. Um, he teleports in there and starts to engage on the enemy. And so they're kind of doing this dance back and forth. Pole Belter ends up getting low. Everyone's starting to get a little bit low. And they're like, okay, it, it seems like nothing's going to happen. It seems like both are just going to fall back going one more time and just trying to bait him towards this bush and so he does pole belter sees an opportunity he uh he throws out his q he waits for the cooldown to be up he flashes forward throws it out again catches uh golden glue rain over and who, who else was it for and or low, all in his ultimate. He does a an E on top of it, and he kills Rain over. Um, after that, they were able to secure the uh, mid lane tier two turret. Myself talking about this, I'm never doing this again. I'm glad I only did it for one match. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm letting you do you, boo boo. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish this one game. I'm not do. I'm not gonna do this ever again. <laughs> uh, we're gonna. Okay, so right after they take down the tier two mid turret, steps forward because he sees Nami is trying to, um, is trying to back to base right there. He just steps forward. He doesn't fire off any shots or anything like that. Matt thinking he's sly is like, oh, I'm going to pull a faker. Throws his bubble onto uh, Cody-san. Right when the bubble lands, jumps forward, stuns Matt. Uh, Cody-san comes out of the bubble, drops the trap, waits for the proc to be up, shoots a Q, gets the proc, gets the headshot, and gets another kill. Killing, uh, killing Matt under inhibitor turret, and that was while his team was around too, which was awesome because it was like you see all like like all of the members of TL are all like getting ready to back, 
and Matt was the only one who reacted to Cody Stone stepping forward. And he was the one who gets killed, and everyone else is just like, yep, we're out of here. They didn't even, like, try to move or anything. <laughs> Too bad. Whatever. Um... At 23 minutes, Olay is caught at, uh, on red side, or he's actually cut, caught on blue side in the jungle by Nami and Kogma and dies instantly. Smithy shows up on Gragas and gets a counter kill on Nami. 25 minutes, uh, middle inhib turret taken by Immortals, flame solo kills Lorlo bot side. And then. After that, TL's Nexus goes down four seconds. Mortals win 16, TL 5. Game 2, I don't have anything like that for. I can give you a quick rundown on it. Yeah, let's, do it. let's do it real quick then. Okay, okay, so my quick rundown, without any notes, I could say this. Um, TL looked pretty strong early on. They were actually, they had a gold league and everything like that. Um, kills, and they had a lot of kill pressure. And uh, Golden Glue, surprisingly, was looking really good on Ari. He got he got a few picks on Pole Belter and everything. And I want to say the kill deficit got to, like, Immortals 2 and... Um, I think Lorlo had two, or like TL had four. It, so it was four, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Immortals were like, okay, let's pull back. Let's let's extend the amount of time between now and the next time that anything happens. So they just played it really safe for about, I want to say five minutes or so, five, five six minutes. Um, they waited. They ended up getting a pick on... Uh, I want to say they got a pick on Piglet is has been doing a really good job of not dying in his matches. Um, I think they got a pick on. I want to say it was Matt, and so now it's four three. Um, TL, they're like, okay, we need to turn up the heat. They get another um, another kill, so now it's five three. Well, mortals pull back. They're like, okay, we're at the 20-minute mark. This was the coolest thing I have ever seen Pole Belter do. They go to Baron. Meanwhile, Lorlo is uh, Lorlo is actually in, has pushed bot lane all the way into the base. He's taking the, the inhibitor turret. He takes the inhibitor. He starts to push into the Nexus turret. He is split pushing his ass off. I want to say Lorlo did a really good job. Like a really, really impressive job using uh, Fiora in this match. And so Immortals goes like, well, we're going to take Baron and we're going to teleport in and we're going to kill him. Or we're going to Baron recall in and we're going to kill him. So we're, we'll catch him that way. Two minutes. The rest of TL show up. Everyone on Immortals. Um, Die, gets out of the Baron pit, right? So you have, you, like, everyone. I'm talking, like... I'm talking about you had five members of Immortals in the Baron pit. All of them leave at the same time. <laughs> Gone. Um, but... Has Flash. 
He's standing by the wall. He can flash out of the pit at any time. And what does he do? He stays in the pit to buy the, his teammates time. And he, he has three people coming in on him. He has uh, he has Matt on Karma, I believe it was. Hang on, let me let me double check this because this was this was like the dopest thing to watch. And I would actually suggest going to watch like just this part of the match because I was super impressed by how calm he stayed in this situation. Okay, so okay, so we have we have pole belter on Oriana, and coming into the Baron Pit to stop him, or or to kill him, are Piglet on Kennen. That's who he had in this match. Uh, Matt on uh, yeah, Matt on Karma, and then you have Golden Glue on. They all three of them take a step forward towards uh, pole belter. Pole belter throws out his Q. Does an E, does his ultimate, catches Matt in the ultimate and kills him instantly. He dodges out of the way of uh <laughs> he dodges out of the way of the the charm from Ari, and he also dodges out of the way of the skill shot from Piglet. Right? Mm-hmm. He was standing and begins recalling again. Like right in front of him. Like he just kept doing this and they and eventually they just went, We're we're freaking out of here. We're not dealing with this dude. And so he ended up backing. He didn't even die. I was just yeah, like was oh. real. I was like, Oh, the disrespect. Since when does since when does poor Bel- pole belter do that? Um So let let's see. That I wanna say that happened around Yeah, so at twenty seven minutes. Um, Team Liquid was ahead by 2.3k gold, right? Immortals ended the match with... Come on, give me, give me some info here. Give me, give me the thing. There we go. Immortals ended with a 5.9k lead. Two minutes. So five minutes after they took Baron, they ended the match. It was... It was a real, I want to say like the early part of that game and then the way Immortals closed it out, I was so impressed with their ability to just like, okay, um, this team is is getting ahead. They're getting kind of full of themselves. Let's just slow down their pace, let them cool off, and then we will come in and just drop them rather than doing that thing where it's like, oh, it's high action. Let's all be high action. Let's all just constantly go for the kills. They were just like, okay, this team is obviously they're starting to they're starting to get a little bit of a power surge. Let's pull back, let them cool off, and then we'll take it. And I thought that was a really good strategy. It was an awesome match to watch. Um, yeah, so let's move on because I spent way too much time talking about a game that involved Team Liquid. I love Immortals. So yeah, <laughs> so, way too much time about a game that involved Team Liquid. I mean. I mean, I enjoy I enjoyed listening to it because I, I I didn't watch it, but I mean, it was just like uh, this was a two zero <laughs> immortals. <laughs> that's just uh, that's the thing that's funny to me. It's just like <laughs> you, you went so in depth of like all the cool things, all the cool shit that happened, and then like if you just look at like the baseline, it's, it's just a two zero. So so here's here is what I am seeing is like 
what is bad for TL, right? I think Piglet's actually doing pretty good as an AD carry. He's keeping himself safe, and he's constantly keeping his gold up. I think Lorlo is doing amazing. He's he's actually being able to hold his own in the top lane. He's able to... Uh, he has a lot of skill. Golden Glue has questionable skill. Rainover ha has been playing champions who he's like... I'm not going to say he's unfamiliar with because he's a freaking pro player and he probably knows every champion in the game, but he's he's playing champions that you can tell that he's not as uh, comfortable on. Right. And then you have Matt in the bot lane who is a freaking clown. Yeah. Which is funny because Piglet says that they are the best duo ever. But is such a clown, dude. Yeah. Like, I cannot... I cannot I think TL could have a chance if they would get rid of Matt and then just like maybe work with uh, Golden Glue because, like I said, Golden Glue actually did he he actually surprised me with the amount of uh, control and skill he had on Ari and even when he was on Syndra he did really well. There was a moment where he evaded getting killed by Flame and Pole Belter. Um, it wasn't that match that I said earlier, but it was like he was getting caught out in the jungle. Like, it should have been something where it was just, like, oh, Renekton um, dashes up, stuns him, and then Pole Belter kills him. It should have been something like that, but instead what happened was he he ended up, like, utilizing the Blast Cone in the jungle. He ended up getting a long-distance stun on Renekton to make sure he was able to get the distance on him. Um, and then, I mean, ev inevitably he ended up getting caught out top lane because he decided to stop and try to farm after making his getaway. Yeah, he's got so, questionable plays for sure. But I mean, uh, I think Golden Glue is pretty good. Um, I don't think he deserves a lot of flack he's getting. But but I mean, granted, he's been in the league now for what, four years? Three years mm -hmm. now? And it's just, he hasn't really done anything too spectacular. So I guess he deserves some kind of Something like that, but anyway, so so that was game one. <laughs> so let's go on game two. Oh man, we gotta speed these up. Okay, game two was Envy versus uh, Fox, and Fox won. Yeah, uh, I do. I do want to go into this one just real quick. Um, oh, the um, yes, this one here. Honestly, so, this was a good match. So. I really enjoy Acadian's ideas here. I don't know if he stole this from Lyra or not, but um, let me just give you a little breakdown. Um, first of all, this is Looper uh, playing <laughs> fucking Pantheon into a cannon, which is a really good idea because uh, basically Pantheon bullies any fucking person, and then he can so. then he snowballs. <laughs> but uh, Acadian goes Gragas Jungle, right? Mm -hmm. Get this, his runes, he swaps out an attack speed quint and adds one plus two point experience gained quint. This gives him the ability to gank or to counter gank pretty much like just a little bit earlier and it worked out mm -hmm. in this case. Like, just like, this is like theory crafting, like, to its max, right? Because who would ever think to like, you know what, I'm just going to get rid of one of my attack speed quints because I want just this little bit more of experience 
in order mm-hmm. to get an early level two or early level three power spike to go into and cheat it's basically cheese if you think about it like to mm-hmm. cheese cheese a lane cheese the other person into it so i mean there's just something like that it's just it's it's good to see um so they win that match pretty much and then uh game two um Acadian plays Nidalee and Nidalee is definitely not meta at any point right now uh we have seen like Lyra pick her uh pick her up and stuff but uh I, yeah, I, so I, call I, me Nighthawk on it the other day. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Um, but it, in in the jungle, like, I fu- I fucking love Acadian, dude. Like, I feel like this team is so do- so good early. They're like one of the best early game teams. Um, and it's because of Acadian. Acadian is like their linchpin, in which like Froggen's like the anchor, and Acadian is like the reason why their early game is so good. Like. I know he's not a rookie, but like he's he's so impressive. So that's what I took out of that game. But yeah, uh, Echo Fox two zero envy. Um, and moving on, so that was that was Fridays. So let's start. How long is Saturday, man? Saturday. Um, so you have the boys in blue, Team Liquid versus TSM. 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 Uh, this one was a two zero stop. Pretty much. Um, I don't have anything crazy to say about this. Uh, Bjergs- oh, I do. The only thing, only thing I wrote down is Bjergsen won on Galio mid. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Team Liquid, man. Um, you hear the voiceover, like, right after, like, right when the victory screen came up, Bjergsen was just automatically yeah. like, yeah, I won on, on, <laughs> I won on the stupid champion. Yeah. yeah. You he know, you so know, he bad. hates that champion so much. Like, uh, he play it, huh? Why does he play that champion if he huh? hates it the so team, much? The team wants him to play it. Ah, uh. yeah. Sometimes you don't get a chance. Uh, you don't get like the opportunity. I mean, you you have say in what you want, but I mean, they have it. They had a Jarvan, and Jarvan Galio is just so strong, and you're not gonna take Jarvan mid. So you're going to let the top laner go Jarvan. So then who's going to play Galio? It's definitely not your jungler. And you definitely don't want him like as a support because he has no gold. He's not going to be very tanky when you need him. So mid lane is the only place. Like I get the I get why they do it. It's just it's not good. So Mhm. Anyway. I agree. Um so yeah, uh TSM wins. Um Next game, uh, it's Ricky's boys in green, uh, CLG teal, uh, Immortals versus Cloud9. Uh, now we can break this game down a little bit more than the other ones because I actually watched this game. These, these matches were good. These were these were really good matches, and I was actually surprised that Immortals was able to pull out the victory because watching the uh, second two games... Um, Game two, I want to say they were behind at first, and then they were just able to inch out a victory just, like, right in the last. And then game three, I think, was more of the same, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so yeah, let's get into it. So uh, game one. Uh, game one is basically a Cloud9 stomp. Um, it was nine kills to 22. Um, basically, you had Smoothie playing uh, Blitzcrank with Sneaky Zaya. And they just they popped off so hard, and then on top of it, you let 
Jensen have um, LeBlanc. LeBlanc. And it looks really good. And another thing is um, Impact played Kled. I know... I can't remember if I've seen him on Kled before. But it looks I think good. every I think every top laner last season after Zig was playing Kled a lot, I think every top laner tried him out at least once. And no one really got him to work the way Zig did. Right. I think it's just good to see because is, you, you see, uh, you see. So the the point I was going to make is that um, Impact played all games this weekend, right? He played all games last weekend, and Ray played the first weekend, right? So uh-huh. it's just interesting to see because it last split anyway. It was Red Side was. Um, red side was Ray. Uh, blue side was... No, maybe. I think that was wrong. Anyway. The carry top laners are Ray's, like, shtick. That's what he does. But now Impact mm-hmm. is playing them. So, that's just... It's just exciting for me as a... As a fan. A C9 fan. To be like, oh shit. Like, you have Impact in... And then everyone's like, oh, shit, he's going to play a tank or a rumble. That's like his only carry champion, right? But, <laughs> um, but yeah, then he pulls out. It's sad how true that is. He, he pulls out the J4. He pulls out the Kled. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, that that just goes to show that they're actually really talking. And that's good to see. So um, They're kind of sharing ideas and stuff like that. Yeah, which I, I think that's what that role supposed to be. I feel like if you look at it at a point of like... Um, you know, this guy's going to take my position if I don't play well. I think that's a really bad mindset. I think it should be you two are trying to get, gain the same goal. Yeah, you both want to have the same playing time, but it's... I don't, I, Can I we like, talk about... Go ahead. Talk about the fact that Jensen went 7 zero, and 7 Yeah, I was, I was going to get to that. Like, um, <laughs> Jensen looks really good on... Uh, dude, Jensen's just fucking popping off. I fucking love Jensen. Uh... He's number one mid laner right now, and you can say that that's because Bjergsen went Galio four games, but or five or six now, I don't know. But uh, yeah, Jensen's just Jensen's just showing his dominance in lane. And another thing, uh, he's roaming. What? Yeah. He's what? Doing a lot of roaming. Like, is this a new Jensen? I fucking hope so, dude. Because it Jensen roaming is just like. That's what Cloud9 needs. Well, if if he wants to if he wants to create a situation in which he is getting fed early, he carry for early and mid game, mid to late game. Really what he needs to do. He needs to if he if a kill isn't coming easy to him in the mid lane, he needs to set up a situation in which he can roam top or bottom and pick up a kill there and then go back to his lane with more gold under his belt, more items, and then he can snowball his lane while also helping the side lane. So I think I think the fact that he's doing that now is great. Yep. So And I wish I saw it more in my ELO, honestly. <laughs> uh yeah. So so like I said, um Cloud9 wins game one. It was Nine kills to 22 kills. And then the second game was pretty much the same thing, but flipped. Uh, so Cloud9 mm-hmm. lose this game. It was eight kills to 20 kills. Um, so basically, Cody Sun played uh, Tristana. 
which was dope. Paul Belcher played uh, Oriana, and Flame went J4, and, and the three of them popped the fuck off. I mean, it does, and it does Jensen, help that Smithy went, had 11 assists. Go ahead. Jensen played Lucian. Yes, I did want to speak about the Lucian. So Lucian mid is actually not doing too well, especially in North America. And even though Cloud9 got a loss on it, like, Jensen's fucking Lucian is 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 so much fun to watch. So um, It did really well for not winning. Yes. One, which is, is by no means in pro play. Like, he was, what is that? 80% of the kills on his team? Uh, the only kills that came through higher. were him. 85, yeah. Is it 85? Okay. I, yeah, because it's they only got 8 kills, and he has 7 he of them. He got 6. Well, he was, a part of, he was a part of 7 of them. He was 6, 2, and 1. Yeah, but if, so I was just KP. saying, by kills. Oh, by, in total, oh, they're... <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. eight kills like I'm not going to count the assists especially when I'm looking at Impact who got six assists oh Impact got six kills he didn't get six kills he got six assists and those yeah. six assists were probably on Jensen yeah so the the big the big thing to look at this game is you look at the deaths on Immortal side for this game specifically Jarvan had zero um, Gragas had three Paul Belters, Oriana had two. You had Tristana with one, and Ole at two. Yeah. If you look at Cloud Nine side, you had the Rumble with five deaths. You have Elise with four deaths. You have the Lucian with two, which is good. The Zaya with one, which is good. But then the Thresh with eight deaths. That is a uh, that's just that's too much for pro play. That's way mm-hmm. too much. Um but it's good. It is good to see that the two carry lanes. Now, granted, top could be a ter- carry lane, but Jensen and Sneaky held their own and they did the best they could. So that's good to see. Uh, I have to find. <laughs> I have to find the best thing I can in situations like this because if we go to game three, this was a heartbreaker. Cloud9 ended up losing this game. Now, this was a bloody, bloody match. Uh, the end score was 16 to 17. Cloud9 actually <laughs> won, in, won in kills, but they lost the game. And yeah. uh, so two major things about this game happened. One, Xsmithy was playing Elise. And uh, pretty much stole Baron. And the way he did this is, <laughs> I didn't want to fucking say it. 60 execution smite. Yeah. Is flash 360 execution smite. Yeah. Fucking no scope that shit. I heard that somewhere. I can't remember where, but I was just like, that's funny. That's funny. Um, basically, uh, yeah. So somehow he gets out of the pit. I don't know if he flashes or whatnot. I so, think he repelled out of the pit. No, no, no. Because he, he repels back in. That's how he gets back into the pit. Is he repelled? I thought he flashed in the pit. Um, Didn't he flash in the pit? I don't think so. I, I haven't watched it uh, in a little bit. Anyway, what happened was a Smithy has a Zanya's Hourglass. So he was able to repel into the pit. And the Baron was getting pretty low. 
he Zanya's to buy time, and then by the time his Zanya's up, he no, because he didn't flash over. Because then he flashed to the other side of the Baron pit, and queued, smited Baron and stole it, and he died mm-hmm. like right afterwards. But if Cloud Nine got that Baron, they would have won that game, like hands down. Absolutely, hands down. If if Smithy did not show off his godlike skill. Did it's you, still did you hear the player Did you hear the the player comms during this thing? <laughs> did you? No. I did not. Uh, so it's it's super weird because like uh, so like when me and Jared play and I'm trying to like really concentrate, I don't say shit. Like <laughs> I'm so like to myself because like all I'm doing is thinking and trying to like play right. So Smithy is just like I'm gonna try to steal, and the rest of the team's like, oh shit, like okay. And then it's completely silent. Like, nothing comes out of anybody. He goes in the Zanyas, <laughs> and then he flashes over. And you can hear the crowd, like, hype in the background because it's so loud. He mm-hmm. flashes over, steals it, and then everyone's like, Oh, fuck yeah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so funny. Uh, like, they're waiting for a miracle, and his name's Xfinity. Yeah. Um, but... That in itself didn't win this game. What won this game was the Elder Dragon fight, where basically uh, Cody Sun singled out a uh, Sneaky with uh, his Exia ulti, pretty much, and just blew up Sneaky as the fight began. Because <clears throat> Sneaky was trying to like sneak around the backside and pull off uh, a Varus Oriana combo ultis, but uh, Cody Sun found it, and then they just cleaned up the fight and they lost game afterwards. Uh, Jensen again. His scoreline was eleven, one, and three this game. Like, holy yeah, shit, dude! I thought he was a big reason why I thought they were going to win this match because yeah. I was just watching his scoreline climb, and I'm like, he's at full build. Like, he can kill anyone right now. Yeah, and I don't, if, I don't want to harp on it I too much. Say, Go ahead. Was there like one last? Was there like one last moment where he got caught out for that one that one death that he has? No, that so, so that one death was at Baron or was at the uh, Elder Dragon, the very last fight. But the, the the thing is, is that he didn't see an opportunity to ulti, so he died without ulti. When you have eleven kills on an Oriana, you have a death cap, you have your void staff, you have a Leandres, like you're going to deal a shit ton of damage. And the fact that he held on to it for so long, granted, Sneaky did get caught, and I don't know what comms were like, but I'm pretty sure that's what they were going for. But he didn't see a good open opening to ulti just like one or two people, but he died, even though he didn't see that one opportunity. So I, I don't know. It, I mean, they still lost, but it's like one of those things that's like, you see that he's he's dead and the countdown's ticking for him to come back up and you see his ulti's like still not like used and it's like oh feels bad yeah so um that it does so yeah the the things i didn't want to take away from this game is um Still got 109 points in that fantasy league though yeah dog, that's how i beat you <laughs> you get that free uh free jersey uh, so takeaway from uh, Immortals Cloud Nine, uh, Immortals look good, but they're not top tier yet. They tonight. aren't un- They aren't untouchable. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah, they. I mean, literally. I will if say they, they are definitely top tier. 
if it, if Smithy <laughs> I don't see did, top tier. Yeah, if Smithy didn't steal that Baron, they would not, they would not have won this game. Um, and then um, the other thing I wanted to say is that Cloud Nine doesn't look terrible. The thing that I really liked about this is this: all these games that they were playing were super bloody. Now I don't know if that's because they're playing Immortals and like Smithy was ganking pretty early. But normally Cloud9 does not do shit until like 20, 25 minutes. Ever. And the fact that these games are so bloody and they're doing so much um, three man's top, uh, three man's bottom, you know, like uh, Jensen's roaming and shit. Like this is a really good sign for me as a Cloud9 fan to see my team do this. And granted, it we didn't win this game. Um but moving forward, if they work on this, like this is a very scary team, and once they get all this stuff down, it'll be really good to see. So that's my takeaway. Anything on anything for you? I'm stoked about the way that Immortals is playing right now, and I hope they carry this all the way through to the World Championship. Okay, I hope, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the very next game is uh, FlyQuest uh, CLG. Um, so this actually went 2-1 in CLG's favor. The gist of it, game one, <laughs> CLG is just like... CLG dumpster Let them. me show you how we fucking play this game. And then game two, CLG is just like... Um, this so game? you show me how you play this game and I'm not even going to bite back. <laughs> um, pretty much... If you look... If you look at the uh, the gold line for uh, game one, it's honestly... Okay, so CLG ended with a gold lead of 14A over um, FlyQuest. But if you look at, like, through the match, at no point was FlyQuest ever in the lead. Ever. Yeah. It was just It was just CLG the whole time just building up, like, a freaking choo-choo train. Yep. So, uh, honestly, um, game two um, basically was Wall Turtle on fucking Kaylin. Like, Kaylin <laughs> the is Wild such Turtle a, Show? It's, it's like, Kaylin is such a fucking dumb champion. I cannot stand Kaylin. It's okay. So Changes are coming. There's been mentions. Oh, God, dude. Um,. They're going to make it to where traps work are a bigger part of her kit and everything else is a lesser part of her kit. I see. I think it should be the other way. I think she's... Never mind. I'm not talking about it. We'll talk about that in the... Traps. Uh, traps. I don't man. like playing Caitlyn, okay? He's, like, I don't know what you... You're a terrible <laughs> person. You also Honestly, like playing Master Yi and Teemo. I don't want to fucking talk to you, dude. You should just play Caitlyn. You should just play Caitlyn. You know that she's Moving a good team. You should just play Galen. No. Just saying. I'm gonna have nightmares. It was a wild things. turtle show. He ended nine, four, and six. And the four is because he's wild turtle. Yep. And then if you go to <laughs> game three, um, it was the stick stay show on who? The fucking Caitlyn. So that tells you something. Uh he went twelve three and thirteen and just popped the fuck off. Darshan went ten, four, and nine on Rumble, popped the fuck off. And who he played Victor, I don't know. I'm not really sold on the Victor pick. It is really good into Lucian. Granted, Lucian was 11, 7, and 6. Like, he was putting in work. 
I do like high solution, but it just wasn't enough. So CLG ended up winning this game. Um, yeah, I think Stixa might be the. I think Stixa might be the best uh, Caitlyn in in A. Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, I really he's, think he's so. been up there ever since MSI, you know, two years ago. So. And I think Cody Sun might be the best Tristana in NA. Oh, I was going to say, in, uh, in a, yeah. <laughs> I like how you added that. <laughs> um, yeah, so just to take away from this game, uh, Fly, Fly Class just looks bad still. And CLG, they're, so, they're just too inconsistent. They need to sure up. Um, yeah, they won, but they need to start winning two O's. Or if you're going to lose one, like lose one experimenting, kind of like how TSM did last split. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see next mm-hmm. week, especially. Uh, next game after that is Phoenix 1 versus Dignitas. This one went 2-1 in Dignitas' favor. This is actually a pretty okay series really wanna, to watch. The only thing that I really want to talk about for this is that Inori is, was not played, and in his place, uh, Phoenix 1 played a guy named Mike Young. Hell yeah. Who I don't know who that is, but apparently he's a really good Lee Sin player. He has hey, like this guy's been in challenges since he's in. 13. That's like, impressive. Yes. Like, this guy's like a fucking prodigy. Um, he could definitely be like a... Uh, he could definitely be like a replacement for maybe Sven Skarin or something like that. That would be nice, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's... Uh, yeah, he, he, he looks really good for being on a... Um, the stage and stuff like the first time on a stage like usually a lot of rookies kind of have like i don't know they don't really try too many things but he was like yeah they they lost but he was going out and like trying shit like it was like solo queue and from what i heard uh a good analogy of it or not analogy but a good way to look at it is like he's from the solo queue so like every single game he actually got like actual solo queue style leashes from his laners because normally like people solo or like just have one other person help them yeah uh, in the jungle so that's kind of cool to see them like like you know like we'll put you the most at ease to see if you can help us carry and he almost like i mean they got one win out of it you know so uh looking pretty good i do want to say though um ryu played talia in this series. So, let me read the scoreline real quick. He was 9-0-8. Five of those kills came from a fucking pentakill. A pentakill. On Talia. Mm-hmm. Real fucking sucks at this champion. Like, the fact that he got a penta. <laughs> so, like, everyone's like, oh, real hype. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I watched this replay, like, three times. The team catches out one person, and he's on the fucking other side of a wall. He throws his Q, and he gets him. Granted, he threw his Unraveled Earth and shit, but he threw his Q, and he got him, right? And then the team fight kept going. He ulties as Talia and cuts him off running, like, parallel with mid lane. While he <laughs> did that, Zig just teleported, like, to the tri-bush by blue tier 3 tower. 
and he initiated his ulti. And then if you listen to comms, Zig is like, um, are you going to drop the wall? And then, like, there's nothing from Ryu. And he's like, where the fuck is my champion going? <laughs> because he chose the location of where to go, but Ryu threw his wall up. So then it had to redirect him. And he's just like, what the fuck? Just that comm is so funny, dude. He's just like, you going to drop the wall? Where the fuck is my champion going? <laughs> uh, but Ryu gets a, a pentakill on Talia, and they ended up winning that game, but uh, losing the series because it's fucking P1. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only bright spot is uh, Mike Young looks looks really good. Yep. So, and Mike um, Young also played a uh, he played a match on Italy. He did. He did. did you watch that game? Heard good things. Heard that uh, he might have taken a, a note out of... He went 9, 2, and 10. Okay. I think, I think he good. is going to be a good addition to NALCS. I think he's a, a carry jungler, and we need more of those. Yeah. So... Yep. so. Cool, cool. All right. That's what I think. Moving on to Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday was Envy versus TSM. TSM wins this handedly 2-0. I like the 4-0 TSM did this week. Um, I don't know. Lyra's just... You know, it's not Lyra. It's fucking Seraph. I think Seraph needs to leave that team, and they would do well. Because Apollo's really fucking good. I really do like Apollo. I feel bad for Apollo being on this team and Hakua. Hakua does not get the pro- like the props he deserves because he played with Lod and him and Lod were amazing, and then now he's playing with Apollo and him and Apollo are amazing. It has to say yeah. something about that support, but uh, they still lost. So, is the worst player of the team, <laughs> or not Lyra? Thus, uh, Seraph is the worst player of the team. Yeah, definitely. Which is sad because they have Pyrian in there. And Pyrian can only play one champion, that's Talia. And when he's not playing Talia, he's still better than Seraph, so. <laughs> uh, he can play more than one champion. Huh? I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen it. Cool. Uh, uh, ne- next series is. Just, just wait till they make the changes to Azir. Okay. He's a really good Azir player. Yeah, I mean, if it's the same Azir, right? Huh? I said, even if it's the same as here, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so the next game is uh, Phoenix 1 versus CLG. And CLG wins this 2-1. Um, I didn't watch this series. Anything to say about it? Um, CLG's pattern is, we are the best at this game. And then the second match comes around, and they're like, are we the best at this game? Oh, that's and right. Yeah, that was this game too. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it's just like... I didn't notice. That's that's kind of their ammo right now. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's going to stay the same when they go up against Immortals next week. I mean, yeah. we'll see. I'm still waiting for Dardark to, like, explode and then... Like in the middle of the game, like Aphromood just standing up and bitch slapping him, and be like, "Get your shit together." <laughs> He's just holding him by the collar, just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I cannot wait for it. 
I like I, I do like this team. I like this team a lot, even though I'm not a CLG fanboy. Um, I really do hope they get whatever the fuck game twos in their head out, and they start doing like really well, really consistent. That's what I want to see. So honestly, I think they're just like, oh, it's game two. Let's try new things. But every every new thing they think of is trash. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Man, look at how easy we won that first match. Oh, now the second match. Oh, let's let's you know what? Let's try to build Zaya on hit. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what happens. Anyway, let's move on to uh old C- or old Cloud Nine versus New Cloud Nine. Yeah, so um, this one's a 2-0 stomp as well. Uh, good to see Cloud9 really show their force here. Um, the thing I did want to bring up was Moon is playing uh, Rengar, which I think he's the only one right now playing Rengar. And he looks fucking good on it. Like, yeah, he looks he looks strong. Yeah. and the, the He makes me want to play Rengar, honestly. Yeah, so the sad thing is Moon gets off like two really good ganks <clears throat> and they're ahead in they're ahead in um, kills and everything but they weren't <laughs> ahead in gold like every single laner from cloud nine is like doing so much more better just in the laning phase just csing yeah like oh just my God. farming it's like it's like oh jesus christ like Look in game two. Look look at the gold or look at the minion difference between balls and impact. Yeah, I know. It's just like like Jesus just across Christ. the board. The only person who beat out their opponent as far as uh like Wild Turtle Ah no, Wild Turtle did beat out Sneaky. Jensen and you look at uh High almost 100 farm less than Jensen by the end of the match. Yeah. Um, he was but he was down on Jensen by 4,000 gold. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot, man. Feels yeah. bad. Um, I don't know why High played um, Talon into Cassiopeia. Um, but that's beyond me. I don't know. Uh, I used to really think that High had like, like his signature when he originally started was Zed, and then I always I assumed like his next one was Talon because the last couple times you've seen him on Talon. But I'm just not been that impressed with his Talon play this season. Maybe it's the Talon pick itself isn't good, but um, I don't know. Not. I don't want to say I lost faith, but uh, I don't know how I maybe pick something. You kind of lost faith. Yeah. But they're my boys. Uh, yep. Uh, it's good to see Cloud9, you know, just fucking show them what's up. Uh, they probably piss off from the Mortals game, and they're like, you know, we're just going to show you how to fucking play this game. All right. All right, man. Let's let's get to this last match. Dignitas versus Fox. Yeah, this is a Dignitas good match. Won. Yeah. That was the end of the match. Dig one. Um, pretty much, Echo Fox does not know how to close out series. So, um, yeah, that's just that's what we take. So the the thing I wanted to bring up in this match specifically is that 
Um, I feel like their scrim partners with only Delta Fox is really hurting them in the fact that they're so strong early game, but they have no idea how to how to maneuver late game. And from what I've heard a lot of, a lot of the casters say is that's strictly from like a scrimming issue, because if scrims look like a, one team's gonna win definitively, they just end it quickly. So they don't ever play it out. So they don't ever have this like late game macro down. Um, I want to get your take on that. How do you, do you feel like that's a legit issue that they have, or what do you think? Um, I actually think that the plan that Echo Fox had to uh, to have the meme team be their only scrim partner is starting to work against them. Essentially, um, I'll be right back. You carry on this conversation. Yeah, it just, uh, all I wanted to say was that it just, um, it goes to show that, like, you you need, you need to learn uh, how to close out games. So that, that really puts you as a top tier team instead of, like, a mediocre team. So, I mean, that was Envy's problem last split, anyway, was they were so dominant early game, but they could not do anything from there, so... Um, but yeah, so while you were taking care of Junior, um, so let's, we're going to do a rundown of next week's games. You have, uh, starting Friday, June 23rd is Immortals vs. CLG. Then you have, uh, Echo Fox vs. P1. Then Saturday you have, uh, TSM vs. FlyQuest, CLG vs. Envy, Cloud9 vs. Team Liquid. And again with the Mortals versus Dignitas. So this will actually sh- show. <laughs> I don't know how I was going to say that. This is actually going to shirt up who is in the top seed or the top standings. Um, this is a really rough week for Immortals. So hope they do well. And then ending on day three, you have TSM versus Echo Fox, Team Liquid versus Phoenix One, Cloud Nine versus Dignitas, Hype Match, and FlyQuest versus Envy. And I don't hear Ricky, so I'm assuming he's still not here. Cool. And then um, one other thing I wanted to touch up on is uh, Rift Rivals. So the new Rift Rivals came out. Um, if you heard one way, it's a different way now. So the new way they're doing it is it's going to be a double round robin for the top three teams. That is, uh, who is it? G2, Fnatic and UOL versus P1, Cloud9, and TSM. So they're going to have a round robin, uh, NA versus EU. It's never NA versus NA. So double round robin, each each NA team plays each EU team twice. And then the best record from each continent plays a best of five to see who is the champion of Rift Rivals instead of this whole like best of one like king of the hill shit um it's now this so this is more of a saving grace because the way p1's looking right now is pretty bad and that would just have tsm and cloud nine to pick up the extra slack and they don't look anywhere as near good enough to pick up any extra slack when they're doing so poorly already so yeah so that was it I still don't hear Ricky so maybe Ricky's gone for the night 
Um, cool. So that's all I had to say. Uh, it's getting pretty late, so we need to get out of here. Um, yeah. So that was episode eight of the Twisted Trio podcast. Uh, sorry again, everybody. I'm scared. back. Oh shit! There you go. Scared me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I basically went Sorry. over uh, next week's schedule and Riff Rivals. Did you have anything to say? Um, Riff Rivals is going to be interesting, but I still think that it needs some work. I I like it better now, now that it's going to be that uh, double round robin rather than the uh, doing before, which I thought was weird. Yeah. So, yeah. But it'll be better now. I hope. It's only going to take place over the course of one weekend, right? Yeah, it's a, I think it's a four-day event now instead of a three, what it was before. But, yeah. <clears throat> Good to me. I mean, it, it'll just be fun to see, like, EU up against NA, essentially. Yeah. I'm more, actually, uh, to be honest, I'm, I think I'm more excited for the Korea... LMS regions. Um, those are gonna be. Oh, amazing. because you want to see you want to see SKT win again. <laughs> Maybe. <clears throat> I don't know, oh, I just want to see SKT win more. You learn you learn so much when you watch the Koreans play. I'm just saying. Just saying, like about ten. 10 years, something like that, we're going to find out that Faker's been playing with lock screen this whole time. Dude, I'd be so fucking... I would rejoice. <laughs> Just to show you fuckers up. <laughs> um, anyway, we're going too long. Alright, so that's the end of the podcast. Thank you again for listening to episode 8 of the Twisted Trio podcast. Uh, follow us on Facebook and share us on our Facebook page, Twisted Trio podcast. Um... Shout out to Alicia Bozuto, and uh, she shared us, and she won a wonderful prize, Demon Vi, as part of the Mystery Skin giveaway. So we're going to give away two more. I'm sorry, I, I said her name incorrectly in that aspect of things. Congratulations <laughs> to Alicia the Party Owl Bozuto. Um, is that is that her summoner name? It is the party owl. Yeah, that's that's actually a pretty dope summoner name. Just saying. Yeah, I don't want to put her on the spotlight or anything, but apparently, like her and her friends are like the party animals. So they're the party owl and like the party insert animal name here. So. Mhm. Mhm. Um, anyway, I um, So thank you, Alicia, for sharing us. If you would like to try to win a free skin from us, we have two more drawings coming up. <clears throat> all you have to do to enter is to share us. Uh, you can like us if you'd like, but the way we tally it, the way we pull names is from the share list. So just share our page uh, with anybody you think would like it or anybody who you think would hate it. So we don't care. Follow us on Twitter at Twisted Trio Pod. Um, I think I'm going to have to start having Ricky. Ricky, are you a Twitter guy? You tweet? <laughs> I, I I am not much for the twits. Not the twits? Okay. I'm going to have to start doing it because, uh, yeah, kind of quiet on our end. Pretty sad. Yeah. <clears throat> um, we don't have a website up yet, but it will be www.twistedtriopodcast.com. 
Uh, that should be coming up in the next week or so. We'll let you know when it launches. And you didn't say it right, man. It's at World Wide Web dot. Jesus. Uh, HTTP, uh, <laughs> the two dots, uh, slash, slash. That's a colon, man. Damn it. Send my colon, colon. Um, yeah, and if you have any questions, comments, concerns, eventually when we start getting uh, mail, we will be reading them on air. Um, so you can ask us questions. You can tell us we suck. You can tell us we, we sound amazing. Um, we can say, Ricky, I missed you. Or because he's going to be gone for the next. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so I will I will not be here as of the next podcast and probably the podcast after that because I will be with friends in Hawaii at a friend's wedding. And it's nice. it'll be good fun. I'll tell lots of stories when I get back, maybe. Yeah. So you can tell Hopefully. Ricky how much you hate him for sharing <laughs> how awesome his trip is gonna be at mail.twistedtrio at gmail.com yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah and we can use did, we, don't, we aren't on iTunes yet huh yeah we are are we? yeah okay well then uh, we, we would love some iTunes reviews too yeah we'll even read iTunes reviews off so I tried to actually pull that up the other day and I don't remember my password <laughs> Uh, I think it's hard to follow it up then, wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't it? We'll, we'll get it. We'll get it. Um, anyway, um, thank you again for listening. Uh, I am your host, Brendan Kaminat Hawk Weber, here with Richard Campy Dragon Medina. There you go. And we'll catch you guys next time. Later. Have a wonderful evening on the Rift. Cue the music. Hello and welcome to. Uh, episode what is this now seven seven yeah, of the twisted trio podcast i am your host brennan call me nighthawk no 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 wait wait wait. this is number eight are you sure yeah you just released seven today oh shit, <laughs> shit. bloop bloop that was a bleeper <laughs> all right and yeah, we'll just do what 10 seconds is it really is it really eight yeah oh my because because seven two is uh that's right six was week two mm-hmm. okay let's just do 10 seconds <clears throat> starting now <laughs>